How's it going, everybody? Logan Rosengard here with the Jayhawk Hockey Podcast. With me on it, as always, we got play-by-play announcer Gabe Daniel. Gabe, how are you doing today? It's been a bit. Yeah, it's going great. Um, Final is finally out of the way, so we're able to get this rolling again. I think episode number five. This is five. Uh, uh, because the last one we did was Max Brown. That that was a good one. Yeah, I, I'm glad that finals has passed. I got all my stuff done early so that I could take Friday off and just kind of de-stress before I get back into, you know, any other work that I got going on at home, like job and helping my aunt move into her new house soon. So that's always good. But today we got, as always, another guest on the show. We got Chase Pruitt on the call today. How are you doing today, Chase? Not too bad. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. And first, let's just talk a little bit about this crazy kind of year with COVID. What, how has it changed you know, what you do on a daily basis? Uh, I mean, it's given me a lot more free time. Uh, I mean, absolutely. It was upsetting that we weren't able to play this year. Uh, I know a lot of the players, especially the seniors, were upset. Uh, We weren't too sure. I mean, of course, with the last year um, ending with not being able to go to nationals because of the the COVID going on. But uh, we weren't too sure if this year it was going to even happen. and once we found out that sports clubs was not to let us travel, Andy and I kind of just talked about it and we're like, you know what, we're not going to try to get the players back in January or February, whenever you guys come back from school and, and try to fit in the max amount of game or the minimum amount of games um, that you guys have to have for ACHA to even qualify for anything. So we just said, can the whole thing, um, we'll regroup, uh, do a little recruitment and everything like that for the 2021 year. So what's recruitment for next season? Because no season this year, can't have any games, mainly because uh, we're not allowed to travel. What's recruitment looking like so far? Big influx of guys, guys that were supposed to play this year that you know couldn't because of COVID. How's it looking so far? Uh, I would say it's looking good. I mean, it's kind of the same thing we've done in the past. Uh, we haven't really made too big of a push because we've always had such a good – senior group or a group that that started mm-hmm. from beginning with us uh so we have a lot of online um that's pretty much all i guess all we do is online recruitment right now we haven't really showed up to any any tryouts or any showcases or anything like that and gotten players but that's where our present presence is right now it's it's all online and, and that's what we'll probably keep doing i mean we can't really do anything outside of that it's it's just right. kinda, i know i know andy is a lot uh, one-on-one with potential recruits and stuff like that reaches out to them, texts mm-hmm. them, calls them. Um, so I kind of, I kind of run the, the website. So when I get recruits in, I hand them over to him, he'll reach out to them. So it's pretty right. much what we're, what we're doing right now. And we'll probably keep going with it um, and play it by ear as this time goes on. And then as of right now is the 21, 22 season expected to be somewhat on schedule. Is there any sort of bump in the road that the ACHA and, other clubs in our uh, division and conference are trying to get over that hurdle in order to play a pretty normal season next year, or is it still up in the air depending on, you know, vaccines and how open everything will be come the fall? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's still up in the air. Uh, I know quite a bit of other clubs were actually still playing this year. They played in the fall Um, and the matcha, the league or division, uh, the league we, we play in, which is uh, they came out last week, I think, or the week before and actually canceled the rest of the season for the matcha because not, not enough teams are competing in it. Um, and nobody has said anything about the 2021 
season. So, Got it. or sorry, 21, 22. Right. right. Yeah. 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 Um, so nobody, no, no word so far on that. Um, I mean, what, it's almost a, it's almost a year away, yeah. but so I hopefully, hopefully know. we'll have good news. Who knows? Yeah. Can never be, you know, I, I think everyone is hoping for the best, hoping for as normal and as full of a season as they can. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I would speak for most players in saying that it probably sucks not playing, especially for seniors, especially for anyone that was like, you know, just super excited to have another shot at proving their, the Jayhawks hockey team can, you know, play at the national level that they proved last year and were denied the chance to really keep going and make a good run in it. But let's talk a little bit more about you and your involvement with the club. How did you first hear about it? Uh, so I, I'm from Wichita. So, I mean, I knew of KU. I didn't know they had hockey. Actually, I had a friend uh, from Wichita who I played hockey with who, who mm-hmm. played on the team prior to me going to KU. And that was back in 2010, I want to say, or 2000, yeah, 2010, 2011, he played on the team. Um, I went to school, KU, 2011, 2012, and I played a couple games. I mean, I, I tried out for the team. I made it. I mean, I, it, it was kind of a joke at the time. Right. Nothing was really serious. We had no, we didn't really practice. And when we did, there was 10 kids there. Not, not even 10 kids there. Um, we, were, we were playing out of Topeka. Uh, it was, it just was kind of like, I don't I mean, it wasn't anything serious. So, I mean, I played three or four games, uh, and then I was like, all right, well, this isn't worth my time really. I'm just going to go and focus on school, I guess. Right. Uh, next year came or the fall, the year after that came and I, I did the same thing. I figured maybe. It, it would be different. It wasn't. Uh, and I actually had classes on Friday that time for the classes. So it was tough for me to get away um, for games and away weekends and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I just figured it wasn't worth it again. Um, and they actually, that's was the year they ended up uh, closing the team down and, and disbanding and everything like that. And that's kind of, kind of my involvement. I mean, it's really, it was just word of mouth from a kid I grew up playing hockey with in Wichita. Right. So talk about from that point where they kind of close the club off to it restarting back in 2016 or whenever it was. How What was the different mindset of it opening back up? Yeah, so we started up back in 2014, 2014-15 uh, year. Um, so that year that my sophomore, <clears throat> sorry, my sophomore year was the year that it disbanded. Um, and I think they ended up like not showing up to games. They had away games. I, think, I want to say it was against Nebraska. It was a Nebraska mm-hmm. Arkansas was one of those teams, but they ended up just no showing. Um, didn't tell anybody. So that didn't look good on the club. Absolutely. Obviously. But, uh, so this disbanded that year and we started back up. So that was 2012, 2013. So 13, 14, there was no year or maybe 13, 14 and disbanded. I don't know. It was one of those. Right. But what happened was I had, uh, the old head coach, uh, Mike Berard, had my name as the president on the website. So I had all these kids emailing me saying, hey, I want to I want to play. And a kid, Rhett Johnson, um, reached out and he's like, hey, let's play. Let's try to put this together. So I was like, all right, well, I mean, we can give it a go. Um, so we had some meetings uh, and he knew a lot of kids from his fraternity that played hockey. So he had a pretty good idea of 
how many players we could get. So back in 14, 15, we started, um, I think we played probably 10 games, maybe something like that. Uh, we didn't, I don't even, I don't think we practiced. I think we maybe had one or two practices, but, uh, Went and played some games. I don't. I mean, we didn't win any, but we had a good time, and it was a good yeah. group of kids, um, skill skill wise also, but just no really. We had no coaching or anything like that. It was just a group of guys that just got together and went and played. And I think there was probably fifteen of us at tops. Um, so yeah, I mean, it it started really slow compared to where we're at now, but that was really. That was it. I mean, it was just a bunch of people that were interested in playing. and It was all word of mouth on yeah. who knew who and who could play. So that's how we kind of put it together. And then compare that to, like you said, the last two seasons for you guys have been pretty successful. You guys won your conference uh, this past season, and uh, you guys repeated appearances in the national tournament or would have made an appearance if it weren't for COVID. But is it – the skill of players is it the mindset of the locker room is it just a more kind of competitive approach to the club do you think that is a result of the success that the team has had uh i mean we actually i mean we started seeing success kind of when andy took over as a coach uh i mean i think that's kind of the leadership that we needed we need someone out there pushing people to do what they needed to do i mean like i said we had the same group of guys from 14 to 15 15 to 16 and so forth. I think last year was the year or sorry. Yeah. Last year was the year that we kind of dropped off all of our core seniors and stuff like that who were with us from the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, but once we had that leadership, um, someone to push through and, and, and say, Hey, we're going to practice. Hey, we're going to do this. Hey, we're going to be legit when we do this. Um, that was the big turning point. Once you have that, that leadership and that, that figure, that's kind of where we all open our eyes up and we're like, well, right. shit, we can do this. It shouldn't be too hard. Um, right. And that's where we go. I mean, that's kind of where we're going right now too. And I want to transition into like, you know, success. There's always going to be, we always have the border showdown with Mizzou was the, you know, the, that competitive of a game and that kind of, you know, blowout that we've seen at least the last two seasons. Uh, was that always the case? Was there a time where the game was not as important and not as big of a deal, even though it is our rival as it is now? Uh, I would say it's always been a, a big deal. So when I when I played back my freshman year, uh, we we had the border showdown. That's when we first did it, or mm -hmm. not first did it, but that's when I first played it. And I think they 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 beat us like fifteen to one or something like that. It was a joke, right. um, and it was competitive. I mean, of course, you're playing in front of. 3,000 people you don't want to lose you don't want to get embarrassed so it was always really competitive and then the following year they didn't have it following year after that they didn't have it and I think we started a backup um probably like 15 16 year maybe uh and it was competitive I, th I think they beat us um maybe by a goal or something like that but I mean we weren't very competitive all year uh I think we had maybe a couple wins handful of wins but we wanted to win that one I mean like I said you don't want to lose in front of a lot of people uh, right never a good sign especially considering it's your rival you know it's never it, exactly it has a yeah. bad taste in your mouth if you lose to them exactly and and i think no matter how each team goes throughout the year like for, for mizzou's point i mean they were they weren't good last year and right. i guess they didn't really compete with us but the year before that they weren't good either and they i'm pretty sure they did compete with us 
I think we maybe beat them by a couple goals or something like that. But like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a rival. So no matter what, we're always going to try to go out there and compete regardless of how the season's going. Yeah. So like with this rivalry, like you guys are being extra more competitive because you just want to beat them and timbers start to flare in those games. What was that like for when you played? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, like you, I mean, they definitely tempers flare. I mean, no matter what, it's super competitive and you don't want to lose. So yeah. Uh, I mean, it was the same thing. It's the same thing you see every year. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of scrums, a lot of, a lot of pushing, shoving, a lot of big hits. Um, and you start to see it more, I would say, as the game gets out of control, as the, as the score kind of lopsides, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been there hasn't been a border showdown that I've seen or heard of that hasn't been pretty pretty feisty, pretty scrummy. So right, were were you one of those players that got involved in the scrums? No, absolutely not. I was always <laughs> kind of like the guy that stood in the back and made sure everybody was all right. Sure. <laughs> uh, so with the you mentioned that there is a the core group of seniors kind of departed last year, a big group of the guys that helped drive this competitive nature in the locker room and for the team, which led to a lot of the success that it's seen uh, recently. What's the, what's a new approach to like the next season or the next opportunity to get all the guys together? What's the, is there like a new approach to how the team's going to be run? Um, so the good part about having that core group, um, and they all know who they are. They were there from day one. Um, they kind of set the tone for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went and I think we had a perfect season um, and then went on the nationals and, and, and competed and, and competed well. I mean, that's the year Andy won head coach of the year for the ACHA, which is huge. Uh, and I mean, we had, we had multiple players who had awards to the ACHA. Um, so that kind of set the tones for everybody coming in, I think. Uh, and also kind of gave us a name more than anything. I mean, you, you, I mean, you still hear it all the time. You're like, Oh, I didn't know. Okay. You had hockey. I mean, of course you don't. So it's club right. sports. It's not a, it's not a div one in CAA. So, um, really the attitude that we're going to have to have is where Andy and I are going to have to be leaders and, and kind of push these kids in the, in the proper way, the freshmen coming in. Um, and we're always going to have, I mean, you, luckily we have, we'll always have a good group of guys that are going to feed off the attitude from the people before. Um, like we are going to have a good group of seniors this year. We had a great group of seniors last year, a really great group. Uh, and that's, I mean, we lost a lot of good seniors the year before that. And, and, and the guys from last year kind of just picked up and, and played that out, played that role right. perfectly. So, I mean, that's kind of what we're going to, we're going to go off of, I mean, I know Andy, Andy speaks to them all the time still. I mean, one-on-one, he just sits there and tells them, I mean, he, he, he kind of puts that mindset in there in their yeah. form right away. So. So with the seniors that departed last year, you were talking about how you played with them a little bit. How is that transition from playing with them to now coaching them? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was different because a lot of the guys I played with and then started coaching, I mean, they were better than me and, and they know that. I know they like, played better, better hockey than me. They've seen better hockey than me. Um, what's the saying? If you can't play coach. So there you go. It's perfect for me, I guess, because I couldn't play. 
but uh, I th- I think when you get a kid, and I was, and it it also helped out that I was old for my grade. I mean, I didn't go to college right out of high school, mm-hmm. so it, it's good that to have that age. Um, so they, even though we're kind of similar in age, but I'm still older, so they they have somebody to look up to, um, and I and then then they have that coaching I I mean then they look at me as a coach and not a player so and everybody kind of I mean all the players respected that and and they had the attitude they wanted to win and they understood where Andy and I were as a young core coaching core but we're still not going to take shit from the players we're going to push them and we're going to be honest with them in the end of the end of the day mm-hmm. so and I think they respected that I hope at least um, I mean kind of seemed like they did as well as we played and how they I don't know hockey I feel like hockey guys are a different breed they're doesn't really matter age-wise they're just going to respect the, the the leadership figure of right hey he's trying to do the right thing for us and situation like that I guess I'm, I don't know mm-hmm. now let's kind of talk a little bit about more and are of, there any factors like say that again were there any factors that made you decide to come back to coach for KU? Oh, I just wanted to see the, the program continue um, as well as it did. I felt like I was, I was there from the beginning. So it's not, it's something I didn't really want to give up. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was the big thing is I don't want to, I never want to see it really fail no matter, how, no matter what's going on. I mean, last year, I mean, it was, it's tough last year for the guys. I mean, that's, that stuff that you think back on, you're like, well, well, I don't want that to have to keep happening. So the big thing is I just don't want it to drop out. It's a good, it's a good, good, good program right now. We got something good going. So I don't want to give up on it. What was your more as a coach? And I guess when the team started becoming more of a, you know, as competitive as it is now, what's the biggest, like, I guess what defines like ACHA hockey is like competitive because it's not like you're, like you said, it's not D1, you know, NCAA, it's not Big Ten hockey, but like what makes, you know, college club hockey at the level that KU's playing, you know, fun and competitive? I think there's a good mix of hockey skill wise, and I don't want to commit to this every single day of my life. You have a lot of kids that play juniors, a lot of kids that play AAA that kind of saw their path that they don't want to keep pursuing that as their everyday wake up, practice, go to school, practice, go to bed and and repeat that every day. I mean, we have a good mix of, hey, you're going to practice one or two times a week and then you're going to play on the weekends and then you're going to have fun after kind of stuff like that. You have a good mix of college and 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 also competing at a really really high level in my opinion Mm -hmm. and what before coming to KU before becoming the uh part of the coaching staff what where did you know what level of hockey did you play at um I played up until I played triple a U18 triple a is all I played and you played in Kansas right uh no I had played in uh I'm from Kansas from Wichita I played high school up until my senior year of high school and then my senior year I played U18 AAA in Marquette, Michigan. Okay. Um, and I, that's where I kind of was like, you know what, I don't really want to do this anymore. And I think that's really where you get the good mixture of guys that just don't really want to keep playing every single day of their lives, but they right. don't want to give it up. So, so what, but, what was like that 
kind of define not the defining moment where you're like, yeah, this maybe the path of you know going down this long road to try and make it somewhere, however hard it is, wasn't for you. What was that kind of what was that light bulb that lit off in your head? Well, well, shit. When I played AAA, I think we won like three out of ninety games. I mean, we didn't play that many, but I think we probably honestly, I think we had like ten wins out of like sixty games, and I was like, you know what, this is not fun anymore. Um, I don't know. I kind of just got, I got washed up and washed up. I mean, I was just, just tired of literally doing it on repeat every single day. I wanted to live my life. I wanted to do something different. Right. Um, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I think that's like, I, I touch back what I just said. I think that's what a lot of the players that we have now and a lot of players that go play ACHA are seen. I mean, and there's also still a lot of programs that out there that, I mean, they're still doing that whole practice every day, practice three times a week mm-hmm. stuff. And I, I don't know. I think you just get a lot of players that just they'll play maybe they'll for their freshman year and they'll be like, this isn't for me. I came to college to go to college and have that college experience. And they're not getting that because they're back to their junior days, back to the AAA days of playing hockey every single day or conditioning for hockey. And they're not getting their college experience. And that's kind of the mix that, we're trying to integrate into the system is, Hey, you're still going to have your college experience. You're still going to have fun. But when you come to the ice rink once or twice a week, you need to take it serious. Yeah. So with that being said, like what are some of the lessons that you've learned and what are some of your favorite memories that you've made? Um, I mean, time management was a big one and that's a big one that we, I mean, still try to try to tell the kids. I mean, Schools first, obviously. I mean, I don't want to be the person that, that says that. Um, but because also, if you don't have the grades, you can't play. So um, ACHA holds, a, I think, a 2.5 GPA um, to play. Uh, if you get below that, you can't play. So mm-hmm. school first, um, That's I mean, that's the big one. Um, one of my better memories, I mean, there's a lot. Um, there really is a lot. I would say probably like the first year of our success. I mean, going to nationals as a coach was probably our best memory. Um, just because I got to see the, 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 the team and or the organization form from literally nothing, like actually nothing to the highest level of, of competing. I mean, we, we made it to nationals, which is pretty well. I mean, and we won a, a good amount of games and, and we sh- probably should have made it to the championship in nationals. Uh, I don't know how well we would have done against the team that won, but I mean, that's a pretty, I mean, that's uh, by far the best memory for me. And it's, and it's seen the, the players kind of transition into just players to, to men and stuff like that, kind of growing up within a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And is there one thing that if you were to have the opportunity to go back when you first, you know, started out with the club, when you first started coaching, when it was kind of at the bare bones of where it is now, what's one thing you'd say to yourself? Uh, stick with it. Cause in the end, it'll be something. <laughs> it'll turn into something. <laughs> I mean, every, <laughs> it's kind of cheesy to say that because right. we're at now, but, but back then, I mean, I, I swear it when I say it turned from nothing, we, I mean, we sat in the parking lot before one game and we're like, I think there's seven of us. Because a player got hurt, had to go home, and we only had eight, and we we're like, well, "Should we just go home and not play this game and forfeit?" And we we're like, "Let's just stick it out, see how this goes." 
because we're going to want to keep playing. So we don't want to bail on the team now and, and then have them close our team down again. So that was the big thing. Um, I think a lot of people were ready to give up there. I'm glad we didn't because um, where it's at now, it's at a good point and it can only get better. Uh, yeah. So that would be the big thing. I mean, I mean, like I said, it's kind of cheesy because where we're at compared to where we were, but. I mean, yeah. Like did, was there ever like a doubt in your mind that it wouldn't get to some level of where it is today or hundred percent, hundred percent. Every, every single, that first year, that two, 14, 15 year, every time we would play, every time we would go to practice, I mean, I guess we didn't practice, but every time we'd show up to a, a weekend game, every time I was like, all right, well, this is probably going to be the last year this happens. When I, this team isn't going anywhere. So right. it did though. I mean, we re- I mean, we literally turned it around. So that's, that's the big thing. I mean, there's a lot, there's a big story, not, not a lot of people other than the core group of players know of how this team formed. I mean, it, we, we had nothing. I mean, we lost every game. We, I mean, we didn't just lose, we got killed every game. Right. Uh, and that's, that's why those, those first guys, I mean, props to them. I mean, shout out to them. They all know who they are. They stuck with it no matter what shit we got ourselves into. I mean, and, and now we're in a good spot. So, I mean, that credit's all to them. It's, Andy and I can just keep keep it running as well as we can, and, and the presidents of the, of, and everybody, all the staff. We, we can keep doing what we're doing right now, but in the end, it all, it's all credit goes to the, the four, first core group of players mm-hmm. that started it out and saw mm-hmm. something out of it. So the final question we have is, um, what advice or what would you say for incoming freshmen at KU wanting to get involved or current students that don't know about our club wanting to get involved? Um, I've, I've listened to a couple of these and a lot of the guys have said, I mean, just try it out. Um, and that's really what it, that's honestly what it is. Uh, if you don't know about it, that's our fault, <laughs> clearly, because we haven't marketed ourselves well enough, which is tough. I mean, especially right now. Um, like I said, we only have that online presence. And, and our staff right now, you guys are killing it by getting our name out there, doing these podcasts, doing social media, doing selling jerseys, selling apparel. I mean, you guys are absolutely killing it. So props to you. I mean, we're getting a lot of people just from seeing a jersey on Twitter or something like that. So, but that's the big thing is if you, if you hear about us, you play hockey and you are thinking what if, or you're interested in the team, just go out there and try it. Um, The worst that's going to happen is, you're not going to make the team, but what we're going to do is we're going to keep you on. I mean, we're not going to just cut ties with you. We're not going to tell you to go home and we're never going to talk to you. What, you're going to, what we're going to do is we're going to say, we want you to be part of the program. And there's many things. I mean, it's, a, it's an organization. I mean, it's pretty big. I mean, we always have, we always need somebody to do something. So that's what we'll, we'll keep you on for. I mean, we've, I mean, we've had it in the past. Um, and some of the people that we've had that do that in the past are some of our bigger staff members or, or staff work, some of our bigger staff members that push to get kids, better players to come play for the team and, and, and turn that team into something better because they didn't give up on us and we didn't give up on them. So they went and got somebody that could fill that spot for them, if that makes right. sense. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's about all that the both of us have for you. Uh, thank you for jumping on, talking with yeah. us 
the club definitely seems that absolutely not not to knock you know where it was a couple years ago but it's definitely in a better state and seems that it's going to keep being in a better state as the uh seasons progress and as years pass so uh good future ahead of the club it looks like and once again thank you for listening to the pod uh happy holidays because we will not be having a show next week and we will see you guys after the new year hope you guys have a good one and yeah 